Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. Hi, everyone. This is Wendy. Welcome to the show. This is Navy Wife Radio. Uh, Jessica is out tonight, and I have a special guest host filling in for her, and Hillary is with me again. Hey, Hillary. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's been a busy day, but here we are tonight making room for all you guys listening to us live, and we're so happy to have you here. Um, uh, What we're going to do is tonight, last week on our show, our guest, I just want to update everybody because I've had some emails. The guys from FujiClimb.com had a power outage where they were, so they weren't able to call in. So we'll see if they're able to call in tonight. Um, I believe they're going to be calling in from Japan, so we'll see how that goes. But um, on tonight's show, we're going to do things a little bit differently. It's a little bit relaxed tonight. We're just going to take some questions that we received through email and through the blog. And uh, so you'll get some answers from me, and you'll get some answers from Hillary, the new Navy wife. And uh, and we want to hear your answers, too. So if you're in the chat room, say hey to us. If you're listening to us live and you're not in the chat room yet, log in, and then you'll be able to chat with each other, which is kind of cool. And uh, so that's what we have going on tonight. Plus, we're going to give you some details on our latest contest that we have going on. So it's going to be a fun show, I think. Yeah. yeah. So and I just wanted to remind everybody um, who's listening tonight, if you can, uh, like we said, if you're listening live, you can join us in the chat room, or you can call us in. Call in. The number is on um, our listening page, or you can IM us, um, Navy Wife Radio on Yahoo. Um, we just ask that your member OPSEC, Operational Security, when you're doing that. So please just don't give us your last names, first name only, no discussions of ships, boat names, or unit names, or names in conjunction with your command, just so we can keep all of our, our men safe. So um, I want to just give out the number for those of you who might not see it. It's um, 646-652-4629. And like I said, our Navy Wife Radio on Yahoo, and um, of course the chat room. So uh, welcome everybody who's listening for the first time. We get new listeners every week, so we want to we want to hear from you, and um, we're excited about everybody um, listening in. And we hope you can call in and say hi and ask us questions. Yes, absolutely. We hope that you'll call in or, or instant message us. I have the instant message open, and um, so we'll see your questions there and in the chat room, which is cool. And if you've never listened to our show before, if you're brand new, just coming over. Uh, you know, sometimes we have guests on, sometimes we just, you know, chat between all of us here, and sometimes we give out great resource information, and we'll have somebody come on talking about something that's important to you. You just never know what you're going to find. And so tonight it's just a um, question and answer session, and we'll take your calls, and like I said, some information about our latest contest. So that's what we have. That's what you can expect on tonight's show. Um I got Yahoo open, so let me just make sure that I've got all that up. So if you're listening to us live and you want to send a message, you just send it to uh, Navy Wife Radio is our screen name on Yahoo Instant Messenger. And I'm going to switch our status to live on air right now. And if you're listening to us in the archives, on demand at blogtalkradio.com or if you are listening to us through iTunes, we welcome you as well. Um, and we invite you to listen to us live next time so you can chat with us while we do the show. It's pretty cool that way. <laughs> um, so let's see. Okay, so that's up and running. I'm not very good at multitasking. Everybody knows that because I always hesitate and kind of uh, there's like a little bit of sometimes gaps in what I'm talking about just because we're trying to work all the buttons and everything. So we've already got some folks in the chat room, which is great. Introduce yourself um, while you're in there. And, and Hillary's going to mind the um, the chat room, too, while we're on the air. So um, Okay, so we've got that detail out of the way, trying to give everybody the right, you know, how-tos and how our show works because we get new people all the time. 
Um, and I just sent a message from the MySpace page, so I'm sure we'll have people coming over from that too. Yeah. So, how was your week, Hillary? I know that your um, husband's gone right now, right? Yes, he is. Um, he's not far away, but he's far enough away. So, um, I I hung out with some friends a couple, you know, a couple times, watched some movies. We were um, so graciously given a gift of Netflix for six months, and I can't tell you how much fun that is. To oh really? Are you guys enjoying that? A movie. We love it. Um, and even especially when he's home, we'll be all excited to get a movie and watch it together. But now that he's gone, I really look forward to you know sending it off and getting a movie that he would never in a million years sit down and watch with me. So it's fun to get it and um, you know take it to a girlfriend's house and uh, and all that stuff. So the um, friend I was hanging out with also has Netflix. So we get our movies in and call each other and say, Hey, I got this movie today, and we. So we watch our Netflix movies together, and um, it's just really fun, really great way to stay connected with people when, you know, when I'm home alone. So I was very excited. We, um, and actually, I watched The Aviator for the first time, and I guess it was the story of Howard Hughes, and oh, um, yeah, that was yeah. really interesting. It was really long, but um, I had no idea, you know, how much he um, he really did change aviation's history. So. Um, so that was really interesting, and just about his trial with the the war profiteering and everything going on. So if you haven't seen it, um, and you're you know you're a fan of kind of like historical movies and things like that, it's got Leonardo DiCaprio in it, and um, and he he did a really good job in that movie, and um, really you know just separated himself from other roles he's had. So if you're you know looking for something to watch, I encourage you to run out and get it and uh and try it out. So it was really good, but it's really long, so. I yeah, haven't seen it, it, so I'm going to have to yeah. put that on my queue, my wish list. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that. So um, I think it's PG-13, so, you know, um, not really a family movie, but um, definitely, a, definitely a good one. Okay. So that's what I've been up to. I have a movie sitting on my coffee table to watch. I have that movie, 27 Dresses. Oh, have I you, like that movie. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's very typical, you know, wedding movie. Okay. I, I can't, but it, but it really is good. It's really cute, and um, you know, Catherine Heigl does a really good job. She's a really good actress, and um, I it's you know it's just a, a cute wedding movie. Well, I it's been sitting there for about a week because maybe even <laughs> longer because the Olympics has been filling up all of our time and mm-hmm. um, filling up our DVR because we haven't been able to watch everything. And then of course last night, I wanted it to tape. Because I I think I heard that the um, the women's gymnastics gymnastics was on last night again, but it didn't tape, so oh, no. I'm gonna have to. I know I'm so bummed. I'm, I really like watching gymnastics like everyone else in the country. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. I like Winter Olympics better. Do you really? I like, um, yeah, I do. I like um, watching the the losing because I think that looks so much fun. Like and um. One of those crazy things if I ever had a chance to do it, I would. And um, ice skating, of course. Oh, yes, and, of um, course. I love watching ice skating, too. So, yep. So I'm excited about Winter Olympics in a couple of years. Yeah, I am. Uh, I think it's going to be in Canada, right? I'm not really sure. Um, I was going to ask you if you knew where it was going to be because I haven't heard yet. Yeah, I don't know. Does anybody know in the chat room where the next Winter Olympics is going to be? I'll pose the question out there. Um I don't, yeah, I don't know. I know the next win, the next Summer Olympics are going to be in London. I remember them saying that. Um, all right, let's see what else I can update you guys on. Um, oh, AskTheChief.com live. Our sister site had their second show on last night. And they're just, it's amazing to me how, <laughs> how quickly this show has gotten a following. Um, so if, you, if you're listening to us and you're a Navy spouse and – you have a question, Navy question. They answer those questions on Monday nights, and they talk a lot about just nothing really, sort of like us. And um, so they had another show on last night, and it went really well. So I encourage you guys to listen to that. It's over on. Uh, there's a uh, the link is on our blog. You just click on um, askthechief.com live, where it's about two or three posts down. So Canada is correct. Okay. Yep, I said um, Vancouver. I just Googled it. Oh, so. cool. Vancouver yep. 2010. Wow. 
that's close to us. That's really close to us. Um, okay, so let's see. Um, other topics that we want to talk about in the beginning of our show, just kind of like what's in the news, and we want to hear what you're talking about too. So please call into uh, call into the show while we're on the air. We want to hear you know what your thoughts are on what we're talking about. You can chime in. Our guest call-in number is 646-652-4629. That's 646-652-4629. I seem to be having trouble with numbers today. I don't know. Someone said I had to call somebody today, and um, my call, the caller ID came up on my phone at work, and I hadn't talked to this person before. So I'm trying to be official, sounding, getting my requests that I need from them, and they said, "Okay, can um, can we get your phone number? We'll call you back." And I read the number off the caller ID, and they said, "Are you sure that's your number?" And I said, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm pretty sure." Well, it's not because you just read my number, and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> I'm like, man, oh gosh, because yeah, I late last night <laughs> when when I lived with my parents." Um, People would call the house and ask me where my mom was, and I'd say, well, can we have her cell phone number? And I used to always give my cell phone number. So I'd have these voicemails from all of her friends because they would call my phone number instead of hers because I gave them the wrong number. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you know, um, yeah, I think I said it too late last night. And one of the things I wanted to talk about um, is, you know, we had this request come through our blog from a major magazine publisher um, talking about how do we, as military wives, respond to stress. And so we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks. We talked about it last week on the show or the week before, I think, And because um, they're writing some article, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, so and I, I've done some research um, on the effects of stress, and one of the things that, and Kristen's in the chat room, maybe she'll be able to concur or, or non-concur on my, on my theory, Um have you ever tried to lose weight? Because, you know, we've been trying to work out more because we had Nikki Fitness on. At least I am. Uh, mm-hmm. We had Nikki Fitness on a couple weeks ago. And um, her show was phenomenal, and she had we've had great response to it. We've had lots of downloads. And um, so we're trying. We're going to have her back on, and she's written a couple of follow-up articles. But anyway, have you ever tried to work out or been in a workout routine, and you just cannot? seem to when like normally you would lose weight or normally your body would respond quickly once you get going it's just not working that it's taking longer for you to lose even a pound or no matter you know even if you work out three days a week which is you know what I'm doing I probably need to work out more um, but I'm starting out so I don't want to do too much that it just Mm -hmm. doesn't seem to be working well I did some research on the stress part of it and one of the things I read was that if you're not getting enough sleep at night because either um, your spouse is deployed and you just can't sleep as well at night or he's getting ready to leave in that anxious time right before they get ready to leave um, or he's gotten home you know, recently and there's that readjustment time, whatever, how you phase into that, it might be affecting your sleep patterns, that if you don't get enough sleep it can affect different hormones in your body. And one of those is your insulin levels, which can affect, um, you know, whether you're hungry or whether you're, you're full and you eat too much, and then your metabolism in general. So even though you might not be eating, you know, really bad for you, and you've been, you know, you're watching what you eat, or even exercising, your just body isn't responding because you're not getting enough rest and you're underneath, and you have some stress going on. So, That's very I interesting. That was, it makes a lot of sense. I yeah. thought that was very interesting. Um, and I thought, well, hmm. I mean, there's all different kinds of factors, and everybody's different. But um, lack of sleep can have a lot of effects, not just tired the next day. It can affect, you know, your ability to p- perform at top notch during the day, obviously, because we're a little groggy can affect your workout regimen and your ability to, you know, get into shape because you're just not, you know, everything's not working correctly. Your body's not being able to repair at night when you're sleeping. So, anyway, um, we want to know what you're doing to reduce stress, whatever that is. So if you're listening to us, we want to hear from you. You can send us a message over at the blog. Um, You can get there at mymilitarylife.wordpress.com. 
we have some fitness articles posted. Just respond to one of them. And uh, we want to hear how you're managing your stress. P- different people do different things. Some people do exercise. Some people do um, kickboxing. I talked to someone the other day. That's what they do. They like to go to kickboxing. So, yeah. Well, in conjunction with you talking about your um, the sleeping, you know, affecting your um, your um, health plan for your life. Um, I've had my own personal battles with you know sleeping and being able to sleep well in different environments. So, um, I I have a list of what's called sleep hygiene, and it's um it you can get it from any doctor you go to and talk about your sleep. Well, will um, give you these items. So it's like just six or seven things. I'm going to read out real quickly. Um, the biggest thing is that doctors have um, decided that it's not necessarily the amount of sleep you get. You need a good six to eight hours to sleep every night. But if you only get five and a half or six, if you get the same five and a half or six every night, if you have a steady bedtime and a steady awake time, um, the more um, the the more of a pattern you can um, get for your sleep, the better sleep you're going to have. If you sleep, if you go to bed at 10 p.m. every day and wake up at 6 a.m. every day, you're, and then you're going to get a lot better sleep than if you went to bed at 7 p.m. one day and then 10 p.m. the next day and then maybe you stayed up really late the next day. So the most important thing is just to get your body used to falling asleep at a certain time and waking up at a certain time. That's the best thing you can do for yourself is to just create a pattern because that way your body knows when you're getting ready to go to bed and when you're getting ready to wake up and it doesn't have to readjust very quickly. Um, another thing is to avoid napping during the day. We all know this is a this is an old one, you know, the, the more naps you take during the day, the later you're going to get to sleep at night, which messes up your entire rhythm. Um, avoid alcohol four to six hours before bedtime. And many people believe that alcohol helps them sleep. And while, you know, when you first take a couple of drinks, it might immediately make you feel a little bit sleepy, but it actually... Um, starts to stimulate you once your body is detoxing itself of that alcohol because you're going to be losing, you're going to be getting a little dehydrated and your body's just going to start picking up on certain needs that, that are caused from drinking alcohol. So you should avoid those drinks. Avoid caffeine drinks four to six hours before bedtime. Avoid spicy or heavy foods or sugary foods for, you know, all the same reasons. It just causes your body to respond in a way that's not going to let you go to sleep. Um, and I know that talking about exercise, we've mentioned that, you know, exercising right before bed sometimes makes you feel really tired. But at the same, just as all the food and the alcoholic drinks, your body is going to go to, into a recovery mode. And um, so that means your body is going to start breathing differently and your temperature is going to change and it might not always be, um, you know, conducive to sleeping well. So try and exercise when it's right for you. If it's right before bedtime, you know, you have to do what you have to do. But, you know, studies show that it's better not to exercise right before bed. And um, then you want to really think about your sleeping environment. And, um, you know, a lot of people read in their beds or they keep their laptop in their bed. And um, people, doctors are really starting to encourage you to use your bed for things that a bed is made for, not your work and not your reading, because when you go to bed, you want your body to recognize that that environment is for sleeping. And... Um, not for working, and um, keep your um, bedroom really cool because it will help your body kind of, um, you know, relax at night and um, keep it dark at night. The, the less light is um, probably going to be, you know, I know a lot of us sleep with the TV on. I know I do now so that I can't hear the noises. But um, if you sleep with the TV on, I recommend getting a sleep mask is what a lot of doctors tell you to do, which is what I do because I can't sleep with lights on. So those are just a few things to try and incorporate if you're having trouble sleeping. Those you know, you can great, find them on the Hillary. internet. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> I, oh yeah, I had a, <laughs> I thought a lot of, um, actually, this is a, a little bit uh, going into a deeper subject, but I have a sleeping disorder, so I have a lot of, um, a lot of sleep tips around, you know, I've slept with a sleeping mask on since I was, like, really young, so, um, you know, sleeping oh, wow. is really so important to your health. This is a good topic to talk about. Yeah. yeah I, um, <laughs> my, I'm, I'm just guilty of you know, checking email and responding and then, you know, one email leads to the next and then mm-hmm. I'm writing something and then maybe I should check the blog and then, oh, I should comment on that. And the next thing I know, you know, it's it's it was 930 and now it's 1130. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm just like, gosh, I've got to get to bed. And then I just wake up, and I'm just like, darn it, I knew I should have went to bed at 10 like I planned. So, um, so yeah. And it's hard because you don't always feel like you have enough hours in the day to um, – to to get everything done, so you know the first thing you do is sacrifice your sleep time. But you know, the more you change up your sleeping patterns, the really the more sleep you're going to get. So that's the biggest take home point is to create you know a designated sleeping and awaking time, even on especially the weekends, because that's what I'm bad about. I know in our house on the weekends we throw out you know the getting up at a certain time because we don't have to be anywhere. And um, so even on the weekends, it's important to keep your um, Keep your sleeping times the same so that your body can give you better sleep each and every time. Isn't that that's just so hard though? Because I know we're all we're. It is hard. I'm guilty of. We can sleep in tomorrow. We can stay up late tonight. So yeah, well, um, I hope those those tips help help people. We're not you know therapists or physicians. We're just Navy wives. So um, just take it take you know what we're saying with a grain of salt, I guess. But, you know, as military spouses, we all know it's hard to fall asleep when your spouse is gone. Oh, yes. Or when he first leaves, especially. So anything you can do to share what we know, I think, is important. Uh, So, yeah. Okay, so let's see. We're going to switch to our next topic. Um, But first we're going to take a quick break. When we get back from the break, we're going to talk about, just briefly, the latest episode of Army Wives and get your reactions. Hillary's seen it. I actually haven't, so we want to hear if you've seen it in the chat room, what you guys think of the latest episode of Army Wives. We'll talk about that. And then we're also going to announce the details of the latest contest we have over on the blog. We hinted to it last week, but we're going to give you all the details tonight, and you're going to hear it first because you're listening live. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. We know what it means to serve. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, and tonight we're just recapping some of our highlights from the week and news um, stories, and we want to hear what you think about them. You can call us live if you're listening to us tonight. Our number is 646-652-4629. That's 646-652-4629. And if you watch the Army Wives show, we want to hear and get your 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 feedback on that. It's always interesting to think to hear what people think. So so you watched it for the first time, right? You told me before I we did. got on the call. This and, um, <laughs> she hasn't seen it before, everybody. So I think this is, and I haven't seen it in the past two weeks because I've been watching the Olympics. So would it give us a synopsis and what you thought? Well, at first I watched the one at nine o'clock, which was the one you know leading up to this week's episode. And um, so there was the the army wife who had the the motorcycle friend in the hospital, and um, you know she was really worried about him. I guess they'd been hanging out and they'd gotten really close. And um, so he was in the hospital, and um, her husband came home from early deployment. I guess they had been having some problems, and he felt that his presence was needed at home. And um, it was just so pertinent that he you know requested. I guess he came home on leave, and then was requesting to get back in the country. I'm not really sure exactly um, how that was working. But so he came home, and I guess he saw his wife, you know, being so upset over this coworker. And um, not only that, but they were just having some problems, you know, getting synced back up living in the same house again. So that was really, you know, I, I think it was good that they showed that because I know that's a dynamic a lot of us go through when our husbands are gone for a while and we kind of create our own routine and make new friends and then, 
spouses come back in and we, we struggle to include them, you know, in this new life. We don't want to lose the life that we've created for ourselves while our spouses are gone, but at the same time, you know, your your husband's back in that that's that is your life. So so that was a, a really interesting thing to watch and I thought they portrayed it, you know, pretty well. I haven't really been through a, a huge deployment or anything yet, so it's not something I've personally witnessed in my life yet, but you know, from friends and things and hearing stories about it. I think they did an okay job. But um, that led well, to that the next girl, episode. Well, that is a valid issue. You know, sorry to Yeah, it is. Say, yeah. And, you know, being the first time, you know, I've heard a lot of stuff about Army Wives, you know, mixed emotions and mixed feelings about how they portray stuff. And, you know, they of course it is a TV show, so they elevate the drama, you know, to get viewers beyond the, the military um, world. But um, it, that led into the next episode that he, that guy, the motorcycle guy died. So she was, you know. Oh she gosh! So we're with, sorry to spoil it. If you haven't heard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh and my I, gosh, he died. I, rem- I mean, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and um, so you know, her husband was trying to be supportive because I guess he knew that they were friends and they were coworkers. So he was, you know, trying to say, you let's talk about it, but she couldn't talk about it because their relationship was kind of inappropriate for um for a married woman. So um. So that was uh that you know it was uh, you know, tough for her to go through and um and I think there are probably some people out there who can recognize pieces of their life that have you know ceased to be when their husbands come home. So you know that was you know people are gonna you know kind of seesaw on the issue of her having a, an inappropriate relationship, but you know it happens and I think it's something that you can't put in the closet and pretend it doesn't happen. So you know there you go. It was on the show and people are going to feel about it how they may, but the um, the part I liked about the show um, was that Roxy was getting her GED because she dropped out of high school. And, oh, um, wow. Yeah, and so she was studying for this test, and she was having a really hard time. And so I guess the um, the lady that's in the Army and is pregnant, her husband is a school teacher. Um, I can't remember his name, but he was teaching her. Roland. You know, yeah, yeah, Roland. Roland. So his name he is... Was in, yeah, he's he's actually going to – well, we're working on getting him and Brian McNamara on the show at the oh, end wow. of the season. I know, it's so exciting. So, well, anyway, sorry. It's <laughs> okay. She was in his, like, I guess, afternoon class for, like, adult education kind of thing, uh-huh. getting people their GEDs who had dropped out. So, And um, it just showed her working really hard, and that's kind of a subject close to my heart because I struggled in high school. And, and um, you know, my husband's very intelligent, but high school is just not – always the best environment for, for some people, you know, just people who, you know, learn differently. Everybody learns differently. So in the next episode that led in to, they didn't really go into much of it. It was just kind of a quick, like brief, you know, you have a, I don't know if they call it a learning disorder or what they considered it, but that just that she was having trouble because when she took the GED test, she misunderstood the questions and um, would put down the right answer for the wrong question and that kind of thing. And so what they ended up doing was she took the test by audio. So she oh. listened to the test by CD. And um, that, you know, that's a really good issue to put out there because school systems are really incorporating different kind of um, of learning methods now for, for kids. You know, they just realize not everybody learns the same way. So that was really nice. And, you know, they ended up having a really, you know, cute little graduation ceremony for her. And it was just really sweet. I thought it was, you know, her her kids made her congratulation cards and it was just really nice and um so really sweet ending for that that story and um the other story there was one other one I was going to touch on oh so Roxy's husband is home I guess because he got hurt in Iraq where he was I guess he took a bullet for someone so he's home and he had you know these operations and he's in physical therapy and he's taking pain pills and Roxy came up and said, well, here's an empty bottle of your pills because he was looking for them. And I guess it's just showing that he's struggling with these pain pills after, you know, and he, he doesn't really like his job right now because he's on, like, SIQ, I guess, so he's not really doing his normal job, and he feels like he's not doing what he enlisted for, and he's kind of wasting away. So just he's just dealing with this pain pill issue, and um, just they showed how, you know, guys can get pills even if their doctors won't prescribe them and and that was that was interesting, you know. Um I find in the in the military they don't give them as much as many like pain pills or as as high of a dose that they would other 
like other people because they don't want them to get addicted. Um, so it was a good issue to touch on. I don't know where they're going to go with it because in the end he ended up getting more pain pills because, you know, I guess he needed them. Or I don't know if he was in pain really or if they just were trying to portray that he needed the fix or I'm not really sure. But, um, but you know, they they just brought that up about soldiers, you know, um, and those pain pills. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm definitely going to watch next week to see where they take you know, a couple of the stories. You know, the girl ended up telling her husband about her relationship with the motorcycle guy, and he was upset, obviously. So, um, you know, there's one story to to keep you watching, and then, you know, the the Roxy and her husband, you know, with the pain pills. So, you know, I'm and I'm interested to see how other people feel about that kind of thing. Um, so, if you're in the chat room, you know, let us know, you know, what you thought about, uh, you know, the pain pill issue, which I think that was the most prominent for me was because a lot of guys really do struggle with that and I don't think that they make it a point to really stress how important it is for them to keep themselves clean when it comes to pain because you know right. we don't want them to be in pain but at the same time it's very it's very dangerous territory so I'm um, very interested to see you know people's reactions so if you're listening or especially even if you're in the archives you know shoot us an email or comment on my space or whatever you know we'd love to hear what you guys think about this stuff. So there's my synopsis of my first Army Wives episodes. Interesting. I mean, I, I definitely will watch again. I can't say it's my favorite show yet, but, I mean, they have me watching it again next week, so I guess they're doing their job, right? <laughs> well, that's good. Oh, you know what? We have a call, so let's see who it is. Okay. You know, you never know who it is. Um, and so when, when we call on you, just give us your first name and where you're calling from. Hello, you're on Navy Wife Radio. What's your hey, name? Hey, this is uh, Doug Swark uh, from the uh, Fuji for Charity. I was just giving a call. I was wondering uh, if you guys oh, wanted to listen. Oh, great, to Doug. I'm so second. glad you're calling in. We weren't sure if you were going to call. I told Hillary, I said, you know, we'll put him on the schedule. If he calls, great. If he doesn't, that's okay. We'll just roll with it. Great. So, I appreciate you making some time for us. Oh, no problem at all. I want to – let me just take a minute to tell everybody who you are. Um, last week, if you were listening to our show, we were planning to have on the guys from FujiClimb.com, and they had some power outage issues. And so this is T- Doug, who's going to be one of the climbers from the the charity event that you guys are doing. FujiClimb.com is the website people can go to, right? Exactly, exactly. Right? Okay, so tell us if you could. Um, well, first of all, um, Hillary is on the line. Hillary, meet Doug. Hi, Doug. Hey, Hillary. Hillary is a brand new Navy wife. Oh, okay. So, um, how long have you been in the Navy, Doug? I've been in the Navy. I uh, graduated from the Naval Academy in 2002, and uh, I've been in the uh, submarine force ever since. So. Oh wow. Okay, great. Okay, super. So, um, so my husband's a Submariner too. 22 years. So. Well, God bless you then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're tough to so, deal with. <laughs> so let's not scare Hillary away. <laughs> so she's our, our, our brand-new Navy wife. She's a newlywed at that, So, and she's kind enough to host the show with me tonight. So oh, we're, congratulations, Hillary. Thank you. <laughs> well, we're so thrilled to, to have you on the show. And we I heard about FujiKlein.com. You sent a message to us over on that website, AskTheChief.com. Yes. And I read it about it's on the blog sphere. It's over on Joel's blog, Bubblehead. You know, he's a Samariner blogger. I read it about it over there, and I heard about it a couple other places. And I thought, you know what, we've got to get these guys on the show. I checked out your website. It's very well done. It's very professional. Yeah, it's, uh, IT two Adam Jones did all that work. Uh, he's he's amazing webmaster. So he's been, oh, uh, you can tell it's people. You're listening to us. You've got to check it out. It's FujiClimb.com. So tell us, give us some background on um, the climb and how you guys decided to do this great uh, this great event for charity. Well, uh, last year, uh, my friend Jeff DeGroote, he's uh, a lieutenant in the Navy as well, and he's out in Bahrain right now. Uh, he actually came up with the idea last year to do it three times. Uh, we decided, kind of just joking around, that we were thinking about doing it uh, once, twice, or three times, and Decided on doing it, and um, then uh, Jeff came up with the idea that uh, we do it for charity. So we did it for the Shunku Gakuin uh, Orphanage last year, um, and all all that has to go to Jeff for that idea. 
And we weren't very organized at all um, with the uh, donations. We just went around asking people for it, put up a flyer, and that's about it. And before we knew it, we raised $4,500 just because people were wow. so, so giving. Um, and this year, we decided to be a little bit more organized with it. We still aren't quite where we want to be, but we're, we're much better. And we're up at about $7,300 this year so far. With, uh, about that's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, so, so we're real happy about that. But the last five, six days, it's kind of plateaued. And we haven't seen, uh, we've seen a lot of site hits, but most people are hitting the uh, close button without donating. So. But we're glad people are visiting and, and to the website. And they're in a bunch of enthusiastic, motivated people uh, visiting the site and talking to us and sending us emails. So we do appreciate that. Well, that's why we're happy to have you on the show, to learn exactly what you're doing so we can help you and so we can promote your great effort. So um, tell us where does the money – tell us when people donate, where is that money going? Uh, half of it is going to go to South Carolina Guardian Ad Litem, um, and then half of it is going to go to Shunku Gakuen Orphanage in Yokosuka, Japan. Uh, Guardian Ad Litem is a, uh, a group that uh, volunteers in South Carolina that uh, – supports young children in uh, court cases where they can't support themselves um, whenever their, their parents are, are having financial or uh, problems with the law. Um, and then the Shunku Gakuen Orphanage is the orphanage in Yokosuka, Japan. Uh, 87 kids, ages 2 to 17, predominantly under 10. And state-run organizations, very well cared for, but with any state-run organization, the, they need little things like uh, bikes and um, washing machines like we did for them last year and we got them a dvd projector and just things that normal kids uh get to uh to have but uh they're not uh, privy to like like i was when i was a child and you know you can for those of people listening to us right now you can read that i, I read that synopsis on your website it was a great little story about where the money went to last year and, um, you know, movies, they bought a bunch of DVD movies for the kids to watch, and bikes I think you had on there too. Yeah, 10 bikes. I mean, we went and visited, uh, you know, months and months afterwards. We'd go there um, pretty regularly, and it was nice to see the kids trekking around on the bikes. They had no idea where the bikes came from, but, I mean, really it doesn't matter. And it was just uh, it was nice to see they're uh, using the stuff that everyone donated for them. You know, I think the great thing about this is that, you know, obviously a lot of us have just been so blessed in our lives, and these kids that don't have as much are going to grow up in a world where people will flaunt what they have. And, um, you know, having someone just stop and give something to them, I think will make such a huge difference as they get older. And, you know, they're going to remember this long past the days of riding the bicycle. And it's just such a, there's such an imprint on just, on those young children's lives. And I think, it's, I mean, just reading your website and everything you guys have to say, it's just so very honorable for you to take so much time, you know, to do this. And, um, you know, you really you really deserve a lot of praise for it. And I know that you don't even do it for that. So. Uh, no, we, we, awesome. we don't need any praise at all. It's uh, The people that are donating are the ones that deserve the praise. And we're just idiots that are going to go up and down a mountain four times. So, um, you know, it, it really is. It, it sounds uh, funny to say it, but it, it really is just for the kids, and that's all we really care about. But we keep seeing all these site hits, and uh, all I care about is that we get to our, our goal of uh, $10,000 so we can get the, these organizations the things they need. Well, we hope, you know, people listening to us today, I mean, you guys are going to – when is the climb exactly? Uh, September 1st, uh, weather permitting. If, if the weather's bad that day, uh, we're going to obviously delay it until the weather's good. But September 1st, is, which is a Monday, and it's actually the uh, first day – uh, that the mountain is uh, closed, um, but what, when I say closed, it just means that the uh, stations are closed, that you can't do the touristy things, but we're not worried about that stuff. So, um. <laughs> Okay, you're not going to be buying postcards. No, we're not going to camp our stick on our way up like most people do. We're, we're going to be fly, hopefully flying by. Um, I'm going to be uh, holding on to Mike Rainey and Luke Nelson and Rob Laverne's coattails as they pull me up the mountain. So, <laughs> Okay, so tell us about the other climbers. There's four of you all together. Yes. Are you all in the Navy or just one of you? How, how, tell us a little bit about these climbers. Three of us are in the Navy. Um, myself, uh, Rob Laverne, he's a uh, doctor at Submarine Group 7. He's a lieutenant. And we also have uh, Mike Rainey, who's a chief. He's an MCC, um, and he works in Yokosuka, Japan, as well at the uh, Pacific uh, Detach. And um, then we got Luke Nelson, who's the MWR fitness coordinator for the uh, Yokosuka base. 
Um, they're all in better shape than I am. Uh, Mike Rainey is a, was a Navy marathon runner. He, if you're on Yokosuka base and you see a flash go by, it's probably him running uh, laps <laughs> around. Um, Luke Nelson actually, uh, he qualified for the Ironman World Championships in Hawaii uh, in October, and he trains about 20 to 25 hours a week just for that. Wow. And uh, Rob Laverne is just a, an avid. Uh, he did the Tokyo Marathon, and he's an avid uh, climber and, uh, and runner as well. So um, these guys are, are beasts. I, picked them, I think I picked wisely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Mike and Luke probably a backpack with little uh, leg cutouts. that they, They're not going to be sure what it's for, but they're going to be uh, carrying me up the mountain, I think, <laughs> on the second and third climb. So. Well, you know, it sounds like you did pick a good group that you guys can motivate each other and – um, help each other when one's you know feeling down and can't go you know a bit further to to you know do some uh, sports psychology there on the climb to get each other you know in the right mindset and I hope and so. I think it might be a flashback. To, yeah, flashback to high school football Friday Night Lights kind of style, <laughs> slapping each other on the head. But <laughs> well, you know, a um, couple more questions for you. Why did you guys pick four times? I mean, you could easily just go up the mountain once. Um, and come back down. What is is there a significance of four times, or is it just because the challenge, or why did you guys pick four times? Um, four and twenty-four just sounds cool. But uh, no, the uh, we picked three times. Uh, Jeff and I last year um, because uh, working out the numbers three made sense last year uh, because the, uh, normally it takes about uh, a normal climber five to seven hours to get up and uh, anywhere from three to five down. Um, so. You know, you take the lower part of that average, it's eight. So you can do it three times in 24. Uh, we thought, I wouldn't say easily, but we, it was obtainable. Um, and this year there was enough uh, slop time in there. Uh, there were enough breaks that we took and, and whatnot that I thought that four would be obtainable. Um, that, that being said, when, when I worked it out, I'm a submarine guy, so I'm a, a little bit of a nerd, and uh, I did an Excel sheet, and I worked out the numbers. I'm very conservative <laughs> with it, and uh, when I first crunched the numbers, it came out to 25 and a half hours, and I got the, oh, that's, that's not going to work. So uh, we redid the numbers, and a little less conservative, but still conservative, and um, 24, I think, is something that we can, a mark that we can, we can make. It, it'll be tough, though. Wow. Tell us a little bit about the, the mountain Fuji. Um, for for folks that have never been to Japan and don't know anything, um, okay, yeah, uh, Mount Fuji is the uh, tallest mountain in Japan. It's kind of a symbol of Japan. You see it in all their uh, paintings, and it's a it's a sacred mountain. It's actually a volcano. Last eruption was like uh, 1708, I think, and um, it's about two hours west of Tokyo by car. Um, it's 12,388 feet tall. Um, we'll be going from fifth station. Uh, to the top. Fist Stations is just about 7,000 feet. Um, if you look at Mount Fuji, it goes up pretty gradually till Fist Station, and then from Fist Station to the top, it's a uh, very high incline, uh, averaging between 17 and 20 degree incline. Um, so round trip, it'll be uh, 40 miles uh, for the four climbs and a uh, total wow. ascent and descent of uh, almost 22,000 uh, feet. So the equivalent wow. of doing Mount Kilimanjaro once, 22,000 feet from, like, when you start at the fifth station, you said, right? Yes. So oh, my from, gosh. Yeah, so 7,000 feet to uh, 12,388 feet will be the one ascent. So you, at 7,000 feet, you can already feel that the air is pretty thin. Um, that, that's really what you can feel your heart pounding pretty well um, right from the get-go. So. Well, I have a friend that I work with. Um, well, actually, used to work with. We we. She got a new job about a month ago or so, but um, they just PCS'd from Yakuska area. And she told me the story where she tried to, she wanted to climb Mount Fuji, and she took her dad. Her dad came to visit her, um, and they didn't make it. They tried their best, and it was just, the mountain just was too much for them. So um, not everybody who tries to get up Mount Fuji, I'm not sure what station they tried to start from, but it just didn't work out. And and I, I've heard people that actually go, you get some sort of stick or something. Yeah, you, you can. Uh, most people get a hiking stick, and at every yeah. station uh, you can get it uh, stamped, and then you get it. Kind of like a souvenir top. or something? Yep, exactly. So yeah. that's pretty neat to have. We, In fact, last year we had uh, we got three stamps at the top on the final climb on a plaque, and then we had it engraved 
uh, one for myself, one for Jeff, and one for the orphanage. So I thought it was oh, pretty wow. good though. You'll have a nice little collection. <laughs> exactly. By the time you're done. <laughs> so well, I, so I, you guys, are you guys on off crew right now, or or are you? Look, I don't even know what kind of submarines are in Japan. I, it's oh, not horrible yeah, we're at, at submarine group seven. Uh, it's just a operational command, and we're on our shore tour. You're on a shore uh, so, tour, okay. Yeah, so Submarine Group 7 is responsible for all the uh, submarines that come to uh, 7th Fleet and for all their uh, daily operations out there, um, and usually about seven to eight submarines. So um, pretty busy shore tour, but it's fun because, because we're in Japan, which is a great place to be if you've never been there. Well, it sounds like it sounds fun. It's uh, Everybody I've known that's ever been has loved their time there. And uh, we're excited to share this information on your, you know, charity climb. It's FujiClimb.com for all of our listeners. And you know, whether you can give one dollar, five dollars, twenty dollars, fifty dollars, whatever it is, every amount helps, right, Doug? Every amount helps. Every amount helps. Yes. In fact, we've had two people. Um, they've actually called or uh, sent emails, and they want to send some stuff directly to the orphanage, and uh, we we can give you that info as well. If you don't want to well, buy a send it straight to them. That's that's perfectly fine with us. That'd be great, and we can we can get you that information easily. Well, we will definitely pass your info along. I know. I mean, if you know, three thousand people gave one dollar. You know, there you go. So exactly, that's um, great. You know, we're gonna encourage everybody else to pass the info along. You know, if you've got friends who maybe weren't home tonight to listen to Navy Life Radio, just pass it along, and um, you know. It's a it's a great uh, cause. It's just a great and a great way to go about a great cause. And um, so lots of information on the website. I'm going to give that out again. It's FujiClimb.com, F-U-J-I, Climb, C-L-I-M-B.com. So check it out, and um, it'll, there's a little spot right there on the website for you to give. So check it out and pass it along. Awesome. Well, well I thank you, thank you very much for uh, having me on the show and let me uh, – banter on for a little while. Oh, no, oh, we no love problem. having you on. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. It was yeah. great to talk to you, and um, we wish you, like, all the best. We wish you a, a safe tra- a safe climb and a fun climb, and we look forward to checking the pictures out on the website. And um, it would be kind of cool if we could get you all four once it's done. We know you're going to reach your goal. That's what we're believing for. <laughs> so pass that along to your fellow climbers and um and hopefully we can get you guys back on to do a report on how the climb went. And, yeah, um, that'd be great. For our Definitely. listeners. Okay? Okay, well, have a great night. Or, yeah, night for you guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. All right, bye-bye. That was Doug from FujiClimb.com. So if you're listening to us and you haven't given your pledge to their hike to Mount Fuji four times in 24 hours, head on over to FujiClimb.com. They are close to reaching their goal. They're only a few, little, less than 3000 to go on their goal. And so if we each give just a little bit, even if you just give $5 or $25, um, it's a great way to make a difference in the lives of children who don't have, you know, anything there. Um, and there's two different, you know, charities they're giving the money to. So um, check it out. It's FujiClimb.com. And uh, we look forward to hearing from them once the climb's over and finding out how it went. So, Absolutely. Wasn't that great? great we weren't sure we were going to get yeah. them on the show, and I'm so excited they called in. So thanks, everybody, in the chat room for hanging out and um, listening to Doug you know, talk about this great news. And we encourage you guys all to give, to be generous givers. Absolutely. That's why, you know, I believe we're blessed to be a blessing. Yes. So yes. let's... Let's be a blessing, help those guys out. And um, now that we know what they're all about, there's no excuse not to give at least, you know, five bucks or ten bucks instead of going to Starbucks and getting that. I don't know about you, Hillary, but this summer I never used to really go to Starbucks. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I discovered these iced caramel macchiatos with caramel on top. Oh, my gosh. And to buy one, it's like $4, and I think I wrote a post about it. It was like $4.32 or something. So I think I'll forego a few a few of those. We, had an, um, we have a Starbucks in our base, and it's right next to the commissary, but we've never been. So we went for breakfast the morning at QS. We, we went up there and for breakfast, and that was like, that was it. And we had that one drink, and I've been back like two or three times since he's been gone. So I know. It's, it's, it's a little... 
little pleasure for for my everyday. I'm putting a little note in my in our chat room there. Um, you know, if you're listening to us live, we've got about ten minutes left in the show. One of the things about Blog Talk Radio that we love is that you know you can listen online while we're doing the show live. But every week, it's a, it surprises me how many live listeners we have, and probably only about a third of the people, maybe even a quarter of the people, end up in the chat room. People just don't go into the chat room. I think it's because you have to sign into Blog Talk Radio and kind of create your own little account. But it's an easy process. So if you're listening to us live and you haven't done that, you know, create yourself an account. It takes like one minute. You can come into the chat room and say hi to everybody in there. And when the show's over, we actually leave the chat room open for a few, you know, for as long as there's people in there, really, that you can chat and hang out and uh, connect with other spouses. So um, Absolutely. And, and I know a lot of you might be listening and, and uh, you'd like to comment on the show, but you don't feel comfortable calling in because you don't want to be on the on the radio. And that's fine. You can jump in the chat room, sign up and jump in, and you can ask or answer any questions or comments that we have on the show, you know, where we both read the chat room. You know, especially when Jessica's here, she's really good about staying in the chat room when um, when um, we're live. So, you know, jump in there if you don't really feel comfortable calling in. It's a great way to get your questions answered or make a comment about the show and and um, that kind of stuff. So, you know, don't be don't be shy. You know, we love to, to hear from everyone. Texty, she's so funny. She's like, yes, please, I'm the only one who talks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, okay, so we have, we're, we've got about 10 minutes left, and I want to tell you about our contest, and we'll answer one question. So let's do this. We're going to answer one question, and then we'll talk about the contest. And then when we're okay. done with the contest, if we have time for more questions, we'll answer them. Is that fair enough? I think that sounds good. Okay, so one of the top questions that we get on our blog, My Military Life, is, believe it or not, something simple as, what is my BAH rate, my basic allowance for housing rate? It's the probably the number three search term on our site. And so, and I know it's PCS season. There's lots of moving trucks um, in neighborhoods right now, and people are moving all about the country. And so if you're moving and you're wondering, what is my BAH rate to my you know, new duty station, if you go to our blog and you just search 2008 BAH rates in the search bar at the very top, our post will pop up. And on there is a link it's to a pentagon.mil website. And you put your zip code in there, and it will tell you what your rate is for your new duty station. And it's really easy. It's just The website's kind of long for me to go into, but um, the post that we have, it's January 28, 2008. So you can either search it by date or you can just put in 2008 BAH rate. And uh, so, yeah, I hope that helps out a lot of people. You just put your zip code in and it'll put out your list for your area and you pick your city off of your zip code list and uh, and then you'll find out exactly what your new BAH rate is, which is very important when you're moving. It is. It is. It makes a big difference to whether you're going to get on the wait list for housing or you're going to go look for a house to rent or what, what are you, you know, uh, housing wait lists can get really long, so it's important to know what you're going to do before you get there. I know um, a lot of you PCS veterans can probably attest to that, that it's important to know what you're going to do before you get there. So BH rates are, you know, I think, in, and I, I get asked about it, you know, and I'm, I don't even know. I never PCS anywhere, and people ask me, and I'm like, "Oh no, you're asking the wrong person." But, uh, don't worry, have you'll have website. your. <laughs> you'll be like, I remember when I hadn't PCS anywhere. You have to be a seasoned, salty spouse before you know it. Um, okay, so what we're going to do right now is we're going to take a quick break, and then we've got about five minutes left. We are going to talk about the new contest over on the blog. It's a book contest. We're going to be giving away some books, and so we'll give you the details about that when we get back from the break. So um, stay right where you're at. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. This is the Chief from AskTheChief.com. Coming soon to Military Life Radio, AskTheChief.com Live. We'll be talking about everything from politics to cigars to the latest electronic gadgets. 
And, as always, we'll be answering your questions and helping shipmates. Visit AskTheChief.com for more details on our season premiere. everybody and askthechief.com live has already had two episodes so head on over to askthechief.com and you can click on the listen here link and it'll take you right over and you can listen on demand to both shows and um, okay so um, lots of websites have book clubs lots of websites that are military related review books that are military related but we're going to do something different uh, one of my favorite authors is Nicholas Sparks and he has a new movie, a new book coming out the end of September called The Lucky One. And if you're not familiar with the name Nicholas Sparks, he is the author who wrote The Notebook. Most people, when you say that, go, oh, okay, I remember that book. I remember that movie. Hillary, do you know who Nicholas Sparks is? I do. And it's funny that you mentioned that because The Notebook was on TV the other day and Hubby called me and said, I watched The Notebook and it made me miss you. And oh, I couldn't even believe that he sat there and watched it, but <laughs> I love the notebook. And, um, you know, it's one of those movies you love to hate because you love watching it, but it's, it makes you cry for the entire time. That's right. So love Nicholas Sparks, love his book, so I'm really excited that we're doing this. Yes. So what we're going to do is there's the, there's a book called Nights in Rodanthe. I think it's Rodanthe. It could be Rodanthe, but I think it's Rodanthe. And it's coming out in September. It stars Richard Gere and Diane Lane, and it is classic Nicholas Sparks um, love story. So what we're going to do is we're going to post the trailer for Knights and Rodanthe, and we want your comments. We want to hear, you know, your, um, you know, what, you know, based on that trailer, watch the trailer and tell us what you think. Have you read the book, Knights and Rodanthe? We're going to make it really easy for you guys. We want to know, um, are you a Nicholas Sparks fan, and why should you receive a copy of this book? It's going to be the book that you're going to receive is the Knights and Rodanthe book. And um, and then we'll read the book, and then we'll make comments. You know, we'll have a little comment and question and answer session about it. We won't be a traditional book club review that you might be thinking. Um, but everyone who leaves a comment on that post will be entered to win, and we're going to give away, I think it's five books. And... Um, you, for every comment that you leave, your name will be entered into a hat drawing, and then we'll post, um, we'll pick those winners, and then we'll ship you out a book. You can't be any easier than that. So it's a great way to get a new Nicholas Sparks book. That's exciting. I know. I, I, that's one thing I do, keep myself busy. I read, read, read. So I'm excited about you know, new books coming out. That's definitely one of my to, my to get list is the Nicholas Sparks book. So hopefully everybody will um will comment on it. You know. You can, uh, you know, look at the trailer, of course, but you know, there's always stuff all over the internet about it. So, very yeah, exciting. Yes, so we'll um, we'll post it tonight on the blog. That's mymilitarylife.wordpress.com. You'll see the trailer for the new movie Knights of Rodanthe. You know, the book, you know, based on the book by Nicholas Sparks. And then just leave us a comment, and that will get your name entered into the contest. So. I think what we'll do, Hillary, is we'll do four random, and then we'll pick. How about we pick our favorite comment? Okay. I like that idea. Is that a good idea? Yeah. I'm flexible. I think we'll, we'll have to see what, people, what, you know, what kind of answers people come up with. Right. Um, okay, so our live feed is going to drop off in about a minute. So I just want to say real quickly thank you to everybody in the chat room who's listening to us live because our feed's going to drop off. Um, shortly so we just thank you so much for hanging out with us we hope we made your night enjoyable it's a privilege for us to talk to you every night or every week i should say at this time so thanks for hanging out we're going to go a couple of minutes into the archives as we tell you about what's coming up on next week's show and do our disclaimer etc but i will tell you before we cut off the live feed that we're going to do our carrier show september 9th we secured the date we have Chris Altis coming on and Christian, um, gosh, Garza. how do you say his last name? Garza. Garza. Yeah. Garzone. That's what yes. he's Garzone. Yes, yes, yes. They're coming on. We're working on some other fan favorites. So if there's somebody from the series carrier that's a fan favorite for you and you want to um, listen, you know, you want to get to know them better and you want to uh, want us to invite them on the show, let us know. Send us an email. So. 
thanks to everybody in the, the chat room, and we're going to go into the archives here in just a sec. Um, so, yeah, that's going to come up September 9th. So mark your calendar, Hillary. I know you don't want to miss that show. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited about that. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, you can check out their website. It's on the PBS website. You just look for Carrier, and then you can look at um, different – you know, cast members, and you can look at their stories and kind of jog your memory. You can even yep. order the DVD, and you can watch it in fifteen, like fifteen minute increments. You can watch the whole thing online. I would much rather have the DVD, but you know, if you just want to go back and watch your, like I go back and watch a couple of my favorites all the time when I'm bored. So um, check that out, or even if you've never seen it or heard of it, I don't know how you could not have. But um, go check it out. It's really awesome. It's and it's it's real. You know. You you see so many shows that are like this that are quote unquote reality shows, but this is for real. They're real. They're very genuine and they're honest. And I think it's it's the biggest window into into that world that you you'll ever get. So I encourage everybody to check it out. Navy, Army, Marine Corps, you know, whatever. Just everybody go check it out. And um, it's it's just really it's it's very touching, you know, to to for them to be that honest. So I'm very excited about having those guys on. I'm uh, leaving a little note in the chat room for people to say that the rest of the show will be available in the archive. So, yes, definitely you don't want to miss it. It's September 9th. It's in a couple of weeks. So that gives us time to properly promote and properly, um, uh, you know, spread the word that these folks are coming on Navy Wife Radio, and we're so excited. We've had such a – last week when we mentioned it, we had several people in the chat room go, oh, we want Chris Altus. And I'm like, guess what? He's coming. Oh, we want Christian Garzon. Guess what? He's coming. So <laughs> it was really cool to to be able to, you know, immediately give some, you know, some instant gratification as to you know who people considered their fan favorite, and to say, yep, they're coming. Yep. Um, okay, so let me tell everybody, um, our show, our podcast, our webcast. If you're wondering, you know, um, can you promote it in your FRG or your family support group meeting? We are listed on MilitaryOneSource.com under podcasts, so we're very proud of that. So feel free to let everyone know um, in your spouse group about our podcast. Our webcast airs Tuesdays live at 9 p.m. Eastern, and uh, we talk about all things military and all things you know that's our favorites. That's what we do here, and we invite you to um, spread the word and help us get the word out about what we're doing. And the only way we can do that is with your help. Our show exists because of you, and it can only get better with you. So we welcome your creative criticism, your 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 creative your creative ideas, and your construct, constructive criticism. That's the only way our show gets better. So uh, let's see. Um, next week, Anita Doberman, the columnist and life coach, will be here. Jessica is a big fan of hers, so I'm hoping Jessica will be back um, next week. And um, then we have the founder of Moment of Thanks. Stacey Ortandi is coming on the show. Like I said, the folks from we'll have a couple of the fan favorites from Carrier will be here, Chris Altus and Christian Garzon on September 9th. If you have a story that you want to share, head on over to mymilitarylife.wordpress.com. We want to hear from you. And um, uh, Hillary? Yes. Yeah, do you have your notes there? You want to do the next couple of things? Um, Sure. Yeah, I think we talked about our really good shows coming up. I'm excited about the Life Coach coming as well. I think they have some really great um, Life Coaches are just some really interesting people. So, um, Yeah, we're looking for some IA stories coming up next. We have we're, oh, we want to do right. a show on IA spouses and your IA experience, so that's one of the things we're looking for. And you can uh, give us those stories over at our uh, My Military Life blog, which um, is mymilitarywife.wordpress.com. And um, any other questions or comments, you know, we welcome them there as well. And, uh, or, you know, any other topics you'd like to, um, you'd like to hear. So we want to thank um, the um, FujiClimb.com guys for getting back with us. We really loved having them on the show today. And, uh, you know, we give out, um, we give out that website so you can go by and, and donate to them, and um, I think that's it. Yeah, we're so, we are so excited they were able to come. It's fujiclimb.com is the website. So get on their website and give today. It's easy. Um, you just click on the button and donate now. 
Um, if you're a fan of Army Wives, be sure to visit Jan Wiesner's blog, Standing By, for her live viewing and chat party. About um, And it goes on 10 p.m. Eastern on Sunday nights, and you can actually watch Army Wives and chat with all the women in the chat room. It's just so funny to read what they write. Um, and that address is blogs.tampabay.com slash standing by. So um, head on over there. Let's see. If you have a topic or a guest you'd like to discuss on Navy Wife Radio, just email us at wendy at navywiferadio.com. Our show tonight was sponsored by AskTheChief.com, helping sailors by answering their questions since 2002. You can catch their live show, which now plays on Monday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern. It's 11 p.m. in the East and 9 p.m. in the West, where they'll answer live questions on air, and they talk about all different kinds of things. So um, head on over to that. Our disclaimer is we're not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or the Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here are our own and do not reflect official Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly the author's, and should you require professional counseling, please seek a qualified professional. So thanks, Hillary. I hope you had fun. I did. I was glad to be here. Me too. It worked out. I, I We missed Jessica. Um, we hope yes. she's back next week. So thanks, everybody, for listening to us live and for listening to us on demand. We're, uh, it's a privilege for us to talk to you every week. Uh, be sure to check us out on the web at NavyWifeRadio.com for more information about our show, for archive shows, showtimes, and upcoming guest information. We'll see you guys next week. Up and-